bad. I was drinking alone, shockingly, yeah. watching one of the Matrix sequels back in the day. Yeah. Drinking whiskey. Yeah. That face showed up. I put my glass down. Yeah. I'm taking it to the sink. Uh-huh. You know me. Yeah. I literally put my glass down and went to bed. Yep. What? That's it. I'm out. I mean, I, I will. Ne- you can do this. I will never forget seeing the Matrix, the third one, whatever the fuck it was, Revolution. That was uh, in the theater, midnight screening, opening night preview, all Oof. that. When it was done, everyone standing up to walk out, flip open my phone. Oh yes. Text my friend Dan. Just saw the new Matrix. Don't waste your time. <laughs> Send. Send. Flip my phone back, put it back in my pocket. was like, do, 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 right. do. what It ran out to your car to the Friends theme. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. It was so bad. Uh, well, oh. anyway. Anyway. Welcome to the welcome Life to Masters. Matrix Talk. Exactly. Yeah. That, oh, garbage. Oh, man. So here, let's 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 talk about uh, an, a little fun one here. I think, well, like, am I the asshole for dropping my freeloading brother off at our aunt's house? After she called and scolded me for evicting him. I don't know. Maybe. Let's see. My older brother is a bit of a bum. I mean to say, uh, it's mean to say, but it's true. He can never hang on to a job for longer than a couple of years max when he inevitably loses whatever job he has and starts mooching off family and friends until he can find another job months later. This entails him freeloading at their place, eating their food, using their stuff, etc. He's lost friends because of how long he bummed off them, and I don't blame them for cutting him off. Well, the last time he lost his job, he went to our parents, but they didn't have any room because they were letting our eldest brother's family stay with them after he and sister-in-law lost their jobs out of nowhere within the same month. EB's entire crew was laid off a zero-warning sister-in-law's work burned down. And they couldn't afford the home they were renting anymore. God damn, your family is some job-losing motherfuckers. Saying. There's a lot here. So older brother was pretty much sit out of luck. So our parents, aunts, and uncles started calling me asking if I'd take him in just long enough so he could get on his feet again. I stupidly let myself feel bad for him and said, okay, but he only had a few months to get another job or he was out on the street. They all said, of course, of course, and so he came to stay with me. And it was a nightmare. He's a slob. He never washes dishes, never washes his clothes, and eats pretty much whatever he wants. I guess since I'm his little sister, he figured he could ignore me, saying to get his shit together. Well, after six months, I told him he had to go and gave him a couple weeks to find somewhere else. Well, it seems he called our parents and cried about me kicking him out, and they told him he knew he couldn't stay forever, but they also said, uh, but they also called my aunt and uncle and told them about it. My busybody aunt and called and scolded me for being cruel to my brother and abandoning family when they needed help. I let her talk and finally said she was right. Helping family was important, and I'm glad she showed me that. She seemed glad I understood the right thing to do before hanging up, so I followed her advice and packed my bro up and drove him over to her house. I couldn't take care of any any anymore, and he was running all my utility bills up, but my aunt made a good point. Family should help each other. So I dumped him off there. She has room since all her kids moved out and then left. But I wasn't even halfway home before I was getting multiple calls from my parents and aunt. Parents were demanding to know why our aunt was blowing up their phones and aunt was leaving voicemails shouting at me to come back and get my brother. 
I explained to my parents that they said it was a good idea since aunt sounded like, and they said it sounded like a good idea since aunt sounded like she wanted to help. But my aunt called me an asshole and said she didn't want my brother there. And when I told her family helps each other, she called me a cunt. <laughs> Last I checked, he's still living with her. Am I the asshole? Okay, so off off the bat, insert line from High Plains Drifter. As Clint Eastwood's character looks over the preacher and says, all these men and women are your brother and sister? Yes, they are. Brother and sisters in God. Well, do you mind they move in with you then? There yeah. you have it. Yeah. Are you, are you just talking some talk here? Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like you are. And I mean, sorry to insert yourself to that level. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You're telling me I need to let somebody else live in my home? Okay. Now let's see what her... Sorry for my lack of replies. <laughs> Lots of people have been asking similar questions, so I want to answer them. My brother doesn't work menial jobs. He's just not hopping from one minimum wage job to another. He's working very good paying jobs like electronic repair, automotive maintenance, etc. He's very skilled but lazy. No, my aunt has not spoken to me since she called me a cunt and then hung up on me. <laughs> my brother has been with her about three-ish weeks. He stayed with me for six to seven months. Yeah. My brother was upset. I was kicking him out initially, but in a better mood when he realized I had another place lined up for him to say, not sure how they're doing since I haven't talked to either since I dropped him off. No, my aunt isn't married anymore. Her and my uncle got divorced and he lives with his new wife. But I heard from dad that he thought all this was hilarious. (laughs) Update number two to anyone that has been hounding me through PM and in the comments. My brother isn't the last time we checked neurodivergent, nor does he have ADD or ADHD. Oh, Jesus. My mom took him to the doctor more than once when he was around 15 to 17 when his behavior was at its worst. According to our mom, his doctors said he was perfectly healthy and fine, although they, the doctors, suggested if he wasn't being mentally stimulated enough, a.k.a. he was bored. Mom wanted to take him to see other doctors, but then he turned 18 and refused to go, and she couldn't force him. I want to get to the fuck out of my head. Pornography. I'm just lazy. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Also, it's been suggested he maybe see a doctor now, but my <laughs> OB doesn't seem at all interested. He's never had the highest respect for doctors or mental illness. Oh. He treats it like it's fake. When our baby sister was diagnosed with an ED when she was 19, he just cracked a joke about her wanting a doctor's note so she could eat more. <laughs> Eating disorder. Wow. So yeah, Not so, erectile dysfunction. Yeah, just that would have been clarify. weird. Hey. Um, yeah, this is such an odd, like, th- when, <laughs> when people are, like, shamelessly lazy, I want to watch pornography and do bestialities. Reference Mr. Show. Yeah, seriously. Uh, the fact that your aunt decided mom and dad are fine with it, you're fine with it, aunt decides I have a say. Uh, okay. And believes, just so we're entirely clear, after calling you the C word, yeah. is refusing to talk to you. Hilarious. Um, I applaud you. I do. I do. I do, too. I um, am. 
that's a good move. I am Shia LaBeouf oh, yeah. applauding yeah. right now with all that level of respect yeah. behind <laughs> You did a full seven months of seven him living months there. Of this fucking dildo. Of this total fucking moose. Big brothering you the whole time. Yeah. And uh she uh, called, and I mean, she had her cards, and you called. Yeah. And uh, all right, here you go. Yep, here you go. Oh, you decided to have an opinion. Oh. Well, hey, if you've got an chose opinion, violence. then you choose him to help. Yeah, here you go. Here you have it, fam. You, know, you want to be part of this. Now you are. You're part, it's, it feels like it's, it's not as dicky at all. It's not a dick move, in my mind, what she did at all. But it's sort of... Like what uh, the petty version of it is with John Fogarty on the last Credence album. The other guy's like, hey man, maybe we could get some creative input on this. Fine. We all write and sing one third of the songs. <laughs> well, no, John, what we meant, no. You want there. There you go. Like, oh my. <laughs> a bit of a petty tantrum. And I, it was. Uh, uh, what's it called? In the Shadows. What, Todd in the Shadows. You'd love his stuff. But he was like, all the songs on this Credence album are just passive-aggressive shots at John Fogarty. Like, wow, this is a song about the crew complaining about the captain. Yeah. Huh. Like, that works if all the people are really good songwriters like Fleetwood Mac. Correct. Otherwise, it's very painful. Yeah. Like, there is no level of romantic trolling in music that comes in the neighborhood of Pink Floyd, uh, of, not, Fleetwood, of Fleetwood Mac. Mac. No. Nothing, no. like, you couldn't imagine. No, even more. the happy songs. Yeah. Like, you make love and fun. Yeah. It's a total flex on the rest of the people's drama. Yeah. Like, yep. I'm doing fine. Yep. Make love. You can almost see her, like, dead eye in the others. Yep. Hey, I wrote this song for you to sing about our dog. <laughs> oh, really? It's actually about the, you know, the, the spotlight operator who's holding the spotlight on you when you sing that song? It's actually about him. <laughs> I Sorry love your dog that. started barking when you brought that up. Yeah, That's perfect. Should be. Perfect. All right, let's see what's up with those pricks in a second. Bye-bye. Bye.